Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Solo Female Trailer Podcast and this episode features two guests who didn't know each other before we recorded the episode. They are Vanessa, who hasn't traveled alone before, and Bianca, who has visited six out of the seven continents and hosts a podcast called These Latina Travels. They had great chemistry and I moderated their conversation which discussed racism and privilege overriding limiting beliefs from family, putting yourself out there and leaving your comfort zone, and how to plan for the trip you really want to go on. This is a very special episode for me, not only because it's the first of the new season, but also because we talked about the experience of growing up Latina and how we can be an example for future generations to take the leap and go travel. Without further ado, enjoy this intimate conversation between new friends. And if this episode resonates with you, reach out at the Solo Female Trailer Podcast on Instagram. Welcome to a new episode of the Solo Female Trolley Podcast. And today we're doing something different. We have here Vanessa. Vanessa, she's a friend that I met at a brunch here in Chicago. And she was sharing with me amazing things about how she loves to travel, but she's just afraid to go out on her own. And she was like giving me all these wonderful questions. And then I was just like, you know what? Just come over and mm -hmm. just share those questions here. And I'm pretty sure that. It, someone listening is going to get a lot of value out of it. And then here we have Bianca. And Bianca, she's the host of This Latina Travels. And this is a podcast where she is documenting her adventures and she studied it in January. And like her goal with this is to empower Latinas to go out and also explore on her own. So guys, I'm extremely grateful that you both are here and I'm just really excited. So Vanessa, I know that I introduced you a little bit, but can you share a little bit more with us about you? For sure. And thank you so much for having me on, Lou. I'm really excited to be here. I You know, like you said, we we met at a brunch and you were telling me about your podcast and it, it intrigued me so much just because I love to travel and but I've never done it on my own. And more and more of my friends have been doing that and it started to kind of interest me. But a lot of questions have come up when I think about if me doing it myself and a lot of different fears or hesitations. Um, and so It was really great to get to know you and see how you've benefited from solo travel. And I'm really excited to hear from Bianca. I'm going to have to check out your podcast for sure. But yeah, it's definitely been on my mind a lot lately, especially now that, you know, everything hopefully is going to start opening up and we can start traveling again. For sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, Vanessa. And then Bianca, what can you tell us about you? Sure. Well, first off, thank you so much, Lou, for having us. Um, my name is Bianca. I'm a proud first-generation Latina, um, born, in, born in Cochabamba, Bolivia, but I was raised all my life in the DMV area, which is D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And I currently reside in San Juan, Puerto Rico. So huepa to any Puerto Ricans that are listening. And I am a public health, um, you know, advocate. Like I work in um, the public health world. And honestly, this year with COVID has been really, really hard with work. I mean, for many of us, 
but being in the actual like, you know, center of the epidemic, like and working with it, I was noticing my mental health really going down. And I'm an avid traveler. I've been blessed to go to six out of the seven continents of the world, um, 20 countries counting. And, you know, I wanted to start documenting and sharing my stories because I knew that I can't be the only person that missed travel. And also I wanted to do something that was not work related. So I started my podcast called This Latina Travels in January. And it's been great. It's been so nice to connect with awesome women such as Lou and Vanessa. You know, the power of social media is just so great. And I just can't wait to continue telling my stories and hopefully sharing, you know, this wealth that will push and motivate more women to travel. So, okay, perfect. So, Vanessa, so I will have you share about your fears and what has been stopping you from traveling solo. And maybe we can start from there and then we can jump in into the questions as well. For sure. So in preparation for this conversation, I've actually been reflecting a lot uh, based off of our first conversation too, right? That I think a lot of my fears, a lot of my hesitation with traveling alone is this fact that, you know, I am Latina, that's brown skin. And sometimes in the U.S., right, I have faced some racism or some moments where it's like, oh, you know, like, you should stay in the car because in the area we're in, you're like darker than, you know, people will accept or whatever. And whether that's right or wrong, I really think that a lot of that has caused maybe trauma or is consistently triggered when I try to think about traveling on my own, because I'm like, how will I know that I'll be accepted? How will I know that I won't face some of that stuff? outside of the U.S. or even within the U.S. if I travel alone? And what will I do in a situation like that? Have you faced a situation like that, Bianca? So, I mean, first and foremost, Vanessa, I just want to acknowledge your, you know, your feelings are 100% valid um, to feel that way. I think especially just us being women, right? I mean, forget being Latinas, but just just being a woman itself. um, Because I used to get that all the time, my upbringing, especially from a strong, you know, um, my mom was a single mom growing up. Like she would always be like, Tú estás loca. Like I can't believe you're traveling by yourself or I can't believe you're doing this. But to me, it was like, you know, I needed to go out there to experience it myself. Like I needed to, you know, go out there so I can learn and make my own mistakes. But then again, I, ha- I also want to put that cautious out there. Like I'm also very like I plan like where I'm going to where I'm going to go. Right. I'm not going to go into just an unknown location being by myself. Um, I make sure that I read reviews. I make sure that I, um, you know, I'm not the only one. And then the other thing is, as a disclaimer, like you look at me and I'm a brown fared like Latina with indigenous roots. So I also acknowledge my privilege because at the end of the day too, I'm, I'm not black, like I'm not dark skinned. And so I do have that privilege as well. And so there is a lot of other things. So I may have not experienced like firsthand on racism because I do my, my research, but that's also undoubtedly like when I look around me, when I travel, everybody that I see around me doesn't look like me. And so that to me is just like an eye factor of why, like, I think we need to emphasize like, you know, yes, more people who look like me need to travel. And this is why. And honestly, that's also why I really decided to start my own podcast so I can start hopefully motivating other people. But that fear is so like common, like, cause at first I'll, I'll never forget, like the first time I was in a place by myself. Like, I was like, is this even like a safe place to go? And I was like, in a, I was in a main city in Italy. Like there was nothing to be like afraid of. It was just me like, you know, with that in my back of my mind and what society also tells us. And again, all those 
feelings are valid, but it's just putting yourself out there. And I think making sure that you have reassurance too does help. I know definitely. And thank you, Bianca, because I do, it is like this hesitation, right? And it, and although I have faced it here in some areas, I've never faced it traveling. And so sometimes I'm like, it's probably just in my head, you know, from my parents. So just like you said, your mom, right? From my friends. And, and you're right. You know, I am also, I'm not black, but I am like the darkest skin um, in my family, right? And so it's like, that has always been like a thing. And so when it comes to traveling, I think sometimes that is, is what triggers it. Vanessa, do you have something else to add to that thought or Bianca? Yeah. I mean, I think it would be really great because Bianca, it's, I'm glad to know that you do plan, right? First of all, I'm a planner as well. Mm-hmm. I, I love to know like what I'm going to be doing, where I'm going to be mm-hmm. going. And even though when it's just me and my sister traveling, like mm-hmm. I'm the one in charge of like our plans So what I guess goes into that research to make sure that you are going to be in a place that makes you comfortable or, and I say comfortable very loosely because part of traveling is to be uncomfortable, right? Which Mm -hmm. is what I love about it. You're exploring whole new things, but I guess I meant comfortable in the fact that like you're on your own and you Mm -hmm. are doing your own thing. Yeah, no, for sure. So I think a big thing to know is that it has changed over the years, right? The Bianca 10 years ago, would have planned everything to the T. Like I had full-blown <laughs> itineraries with times. Like I was like, okay, at nine o'clock, I'm doing this. 9.30, I'm doing this. 9.40, it was like a little excessive. <laughs> and then I've learned like over the years, especially traveling to different parts of the world, that it's okay to just have days that are unplanned and to not know. I actually think those are kind of my best adventures that I've had. And also like this has to do a lot with like who you're traveling with. Like I'm also like you funny that you mentioned my sister is also like my travel partner if, if I don't go solo. And like she loves to plan as well. So she looks up and she's also a couponer or like finding the best like, you know thing. And so she'll find like the best deals. And like I'm kind of like, oh, hey, whatever. Like, let's just get this one. She's like, no, there's this one that's cheaper. And I was like, okay, fine, you, you do it then. But it also depends on like who you're traveling to, like where you're traveling to. Because if you are traveling to a really known city and you know you want to do this ex- this excursion. Like you have to plan it because you have to get these tickets in advance. You can't just wait till you get there because most of the time they'll be sold out or there won't be your availability. And so I always tell people really, that's what I think when it comes to planning. It depends on like who you're going with, what your purpose of your travel is. Because for me too, like this past, my last trip was to the Virgin Islands and I knew that trip was going to be a relaxing trip. I was going by myself. I was getting a new job. I wanted to take some time off just to go to the beach, be a beach bum get some sun and just do me read a book. Like that's all I wanted to do again, 10 years ago, Bianca wouldn't want to go clubbing, salsa dancing everywhere. <laughs> and not saying that I don't want to do that now, but it was a different, it's a different vibe, right? if you go mm-hmm. with a group of girlfriends, that's a whole different vibe. If you go with a partner, a whole different vibe. So it also matters like, you know, who you're going with. And then again, I just want to emphasize where, like, I mean, going to Italia versus going to a Caribbean Island, complete different destinations, complete different purpose of travel. So I think all that has to come into the planning purpose. When you travel alone, how do you interact with other people in, in those areas? Or, or do you just kind of stay on your own with the majority of the time? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Cause I think a lot of that's, 
something that I always get like aren't you like bored <laughs> like that's what <laughs> literally what people tell me and I'm just like no because well one like I think when you start traveling by yourself you really learn how to love yourself and I know that that's like a really corny maybe answer but it, it, but it really I feel, but I feel like self-love is so important and like and if you can't love yourself first and foremost like how can, you know, anybody like around you, you know, love you or like you love more? Like, so I just think traveling by yourself always opens that door up too. But like, it has put me, again, I'm a people's person. So I'm always like, I tell people I'm always like, yes, I'm a, I love being around people, but I'm also an introvert. Like I like having that me time. And this year has definitely, you know, allowed me to have that me time. But I think just putting myself out there. So like going out to like dinner, when I go out to dinner, I specifically sit at the bars because that gives me like, hey, like, time to interact with people. It kind of like pushes me to like, okay, I need to talk to the bartenders to order my meal, but I also can talk to people who are around me that are here by themselves. And in that setting, like you get to have these conversations with these strangers that you would have never had before. Have mm-hmm. I had weird conversations with people? Of course, like that's inevitable. Well, but at the end of the day too, I've met some amazing individuals that are traveling that you would have never had that, you know, that sense to sit down and have that conversation. And I think it really does build up your, your courage and your confidentiality as well. Because again, I would have not imagined myself doing that 10 years ago. <laughs> and now I reflect and I'm like, wow, I could just go to a restaurant and treat myself to a nice dinner and have like great conversation with just strangers. Like, and I don't know, to me, that is a, is a beautiful thing. And then also the excursions, like the excursions really do when you set up these excursions, I took a, I took myself on a date. That's what I called them. I took myself on this boat cruise on in St. John, and it was just so pretty. Like to meet these families, they were just like in awe to hear like my story of why I was traveling by myself. But I would have never talked to them if I went maybe with somebody, or maybe it would have just been limited conversation. So it just gets, you know, you get to know other people from other different types of the world and their times. <laughs> that is so true, and I love that you're saying all of this because I feel like. As you're saying, you know, you go to the bar and and you sit there purposely and then people kind of like talk to you or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And when you go eat alone or you do excursions, I'm like, I am so comfortable doing that here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Like I do that all the time because I am a little bit more of an introvert as well. But it's like now I'm feeling after this conversation a little bit comfortable, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I guess it is the same as if mm-hmm. you were to do it in Chicago. You're just doing mm-hmm. it somewhere else. Yeah. And in Chicago, you're people. you're in your comfort zone. So that's why yes. you feel so, <laughs> hey, like you can go home whenever you want. You can call mm-hmm. your sister or your family if something would happen. Like when you're somewhere else, you have that like fear of like, okay, now what? So that's why I, I mean, for me, especially being like a woman and, and like a Latina woman, like, I mean, I always have like my friends, like they know, like I said, my sister, like, hey, I'm going to go to this place for dinner like tonight, just in case as a, as a, as a backup. But I also, I feel like in that sense, the planning comes into me. Like, I know like, okay, where I would go if something, if an emergency would happen or something. But then again, like I tell, like what I tell everybody, like, even in our own backyard, like there's danger, right? Like True. I grew up in the Northern Virginia, DC area. You guys are from Chicago. Like that's not like, you know, non-known information. There are cities in DC, Chicago, big cities in United States that aren't so safe. Probably what's it called less safe than many of the countries that I've been to, but that's not going to stop me from going to places. It's just, you know, you just have to do like you, like you said, just a little bit of planning and making, making sure you research, you know, what you want to do and like, where you also stay, I think is very important too. Yeah. Planning, researching the areas. And I guess that also gives you a sense of comfort. 
as mm-hmm. well because you're yeah. more empowered because you have that information like okay well I read these I read these reviews mm-hmm. I heard from these experiences maybe yeah. if you decide to go to the Virgin Islands now like Bianca did and you ask her about her experience you'll be more comfortable going there and going to the places that she went to because you have that you know um that experience from someone else that empowers you in certain ways for sure I was just thinking like Bianca you should do uh like little itinerary demos for the different places you've been in. I think that would be so awesome. Yeah, no, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was just talking to my editor producer for my podcast and I was like, I think I need to start doing that. Like, I really need to start like writing out like my itineraries and sharing it. And I mean, even, you know, a shameless plug, there are travel agents out there that are out there and they're not even agents, I want to say, but they come up with itineraries and who knows, maybe that's something that I in the long run want to do for fun as well. But they're like, if that's something out of like that you can you know pay for and outsource that's also a a way to go to feel safe as well to go to a country or something have somebody plan your itinerary that knows like these places that does that does your research and stuff if time is something that you know you don't have yeah I'm like you right I love to have a plan but I like to deviate from it a lot and be able to deviate yeah um so sometimes like when I go through like a whole agency or I like let them set it up it's a little challenging I remember I went to India um and it was in that like excursion way which such an amazing experience loved it but I do remember being like what do you mean like we have to get back on the bus in 10 minutes I love this market I want to like spend the whole day here cancel everything else but you know you're when you're growing going in a group when you're going in excursion that's a little challenging yeah, no, I can definitely relate. That, that was my Costa Rica and Panama trip. Like we were on a schedule, like to the T mm-hmm. and I was just like, what is this? Like, I can't know. Like, so I'm, <laughs> I, I am a backpacker. I don't know if Lou knows that too, but I've learned to travel also with like my backpack. It's a, I mean, it's a pretty big backpack. It's not just a little backpack, but like whenever I travel abroad, like I roll up my clothes, I have little dividers and I just, I just love going on the go because I'm just like, I don't have to like you know, worry about rolling a suitcase and, and wherever I go, that could fit in somewhere fast. But in, I remember going on my Panama and Costa Rica trip. Everyone had so many suitcases. Everyone, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, we're only going for like two days. Like, how are these people like carrying all this stuff? But yeah, no, I'm, I'm more of a also go with the flow kind of person, but that has changed over the years. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that 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 is amazing. Now, I mean, definitely one of the main benefits of solo travel is that you travel on your own terms. And mm-hmm. if you're backpacking, I also I always backpack. That's my mm-hmm. my style. And it's like you know, if you decide to stay longer somewhere, you can do so because it's you're on your you. own. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are you, and you do what what you think is most convenient for you at the moment, instead of you know following or sticking to, you know, if you're going on a tour to the tours rules or or if you're in a group with um, whatever other person in the group wants. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it all, I think what Bianca was saying at the beginning as well, it all comes down to intention. And what is your intention? What is your purpose for this trip? Is it, you know, to reflect being on your own or is it more like to go and like, something that I see that is good about the tours is that you can explore the most in a short amount of time. So if that is your purpose, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it all depends. So yeah, yeah for sure. And, and and like big cities, like I'll just use my Italy example. Like in one day I was in Florence, another day I was in Pompeii, another day I was in, you know, Rome. Like 
those like there are excursions out there that will literally plan like one day like adventures, which are amazing. I mean, they may cost a little bit, but again, what's your purpose of your trip? Has there been a place? Because uh, I know you said you've traveled to six out of the seven continents um what was your favorite oh man that's so tough uh, I'm just gonna have to reflect on my last biggest trip which was Australia so this was oh, in this awesome. was, yeah this was right before the um the pandemic and this was actually when the forest fires were happening in Australia so it was also a big like eye-opening but I met a really good friend of mine actually when I was in Ecuador she was backpacking. She's from Australia. And in Australia, you can take these things called sabbatical, which means, you know, you take a year or two off and your mm. job will still be there. And so her name is Jag. So shout out to Jag if she's listening to this. And she lives in Australia. And we've been talking about like visiting and going. And finally, I went. I took two weeks off and it was so beautiful. I mean, Australia is huge and she lives in Melbourne, but we ended up going to the north of Australia and I got to swim with... um with turtles I, in the Great Barrier Reef. Oh gosh, and like, amazing. literally, I, I tell people I was like in Finding Nemo. Like, I really felt like I was in Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so beautiful. It was out of this world. Like, I, I and, it, and right behind it was the Dantry Rainforest, which is the oldest rainforest in the world. So to hike that too, that was probably one of the hard, that is the hardest hike that I've done. Because literally, it's like uphill for like four hours. But to say that I could do that, you know, and that's the other great thing about traveling, right? Which I, I tell people, like, I mean, you can't wait till you're retired. And mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I probably say I'm 32 years old right now and I can do this. But my goal is to get like even more women who are younger to like go and explore this world. You have, you know, the health, uh, which is something that we also don't think about. But it's like when I traveled in Italy, for example, by myself, all the people that were in my excursions were all retired and elderly people and no bashing, you know, age or anything. But when you're older, like you can't hike up like mountains like like that, like Mm -hmm. easily. And so I'm like, I want to take that advantage like and do everything that I can while while I can. That was yeah, a great what about, advice. Yeah. What about you, Vanessa? Because I know, Vanessa, you've traveled too. Yeah, I have. Um, and what's funny is I've stuck a lot to like the Americas, I'll say, I guess. Like I've been to and a lot of places in North America, Central America, and South America. But then I went to India. That was a uh, random. My friend was like, no one wants to come with me. Do you want to come? And I said, yes. And it was like two weeks later and it was amazing. Wow. Um, and then... I went, the last big trip I took was actually to uh, London. I went to London for two weeks and that was really awesome. Um, I really ended up liking it more than I thought I was going to like it because I was like, it's just like London. Um, But I had a really good time. It was with a few of my friends that we went when the bears were there. Um, so that's what they went for. And then I just like tagged along, explored a bunch of, they were, they were like, we did not have any of this planned for London. Like they, they were like, we're going to the bears game. That's it. We had nothing else planned. And then I was like, no, we should go do this. We should check this out. Let's like, you know, and all of it traveling through train and stuff. They were like, we've never traveled like this before. And I'm like, yeah, like, because when I travel, I love to just like become part of like the city, right. Or the location I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were just like shocked that they had such a great time. You sound like a perfect solo traveler, Vanessa. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I love it, love it, love it. And, but it's like the moment you tell me you're going to drop me off by myself, I'm like, Whoa, 
Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think it all comes down to just preparing yourself. For and, sure. um, like, I really do feel like, you know, starting small too. So like what I tell people to like, don't go like across the world by yourself. If this is your first time and you're, you're kind of like, I don't know, get your feet wet, like go somewhere, even if it's maybe like a U.S. territory, Puerto Rico, or, you know, or USBI, mm-hmm. like one of these territories that are, yes, outside of the United States, but still the United States where, you know, the language, the currency, all these things that also people don't think about, but they do make a difference when you visit places. And especially when you're by yourself. I think it's funny you're saying that because I was thinking like maybe for my first one, I would go somewhere that I have been already, that there were some things I just couldn't do because of like who I went with or the time, et cetera. Right. That I, you know, that's the thing with traveling too. Like you hit all these places, but it's like, it doesn't mean I don't want to go back. Like I, there's so many places I want to go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like you get in your head that like, no, once you check it off, like move on to the next one, it'll be a waste of time to go back. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, maybe I'll do that as like a solo trip versus, you know, trying mm-hmm. to plan another big trip. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's going to be a whole different experience. Oh, I'm sure. Someone else. <laughs> That's a great advice, Bianca. You like going, or, and what you also said, Vanessa, go to a place that you're familiar with that you have been to before, or a place that is, you know, still in the United States or is a US territory like mm-hmm. Puerto Rico or. For example, which, you know, we're all familiar with and and then like you start like getting out of your comfort zone a little by little until there is a point where it grows so much that you are like, wow, doing things that you have never thought you would be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you. No, you're welcome. So um, I have a question here. I really want to hear about Vanessa's story like in this sense. And then we're going to go with Bianca. Like, what benefits did you experience after those travels? Like, did you notice there was a before and after in your life after taking those trips to India and to all the other trips that you were telling us about? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And then it's India of all the places is definitely the one that was one of the most impactful uh, for me. I had actually just gone through some very hard times uh, in my personal life. And that's why I was like, sure, let's just go. Right. It was one of those, like, take it. And without hesitation, I needed to get away. But I remember getting off into the streets of India and I was like, oh my gosh, like I have never traveled to somewhere that made me feel like it was a whole different world. It's a whole different type of country. You know, the streets are so different. The people are so different. But at the same time, it didn't feel like you were, like you didn't belong. And it's, and it was just such a beautiful experience to me. I, I talk about India of all places all the time just because of that. I stayed there for three weeks and it was, it, it was just so different. And I think that you go somewhere and you can go for vacation, right? Those are very different reasons to like relax and read a book on the beach. But my favorite are the ones where I'm like, immersing myself into uh, what is going on in that country or city and India, London, all those places were like that for me. And I come back and I, you, you come back, you're reflecting on what you, you learned, you're reflecting on the people you met. And I just truly enjoy that part of traveling. Yes. I can go see like a beautiful statue and it's like great. And you know, there's like tourist things that I love to do as well. But honestly, 
as introverted as I am, I truly love the people that I meet the most because you hear their stories and how their life is. And you're like, wow, my life is completely different from this. Like there's a whole world out there living totally different lives than you in very different locations. And I, I think that's just awesome. You brought really two important points here, how traveling put things in perspective and then also the importance of reflecting after you come back from your trip. That is so, so, so important. Definitely. That's amazing. So Bianca, for you, I will ask you this question, like related to solo travel. Like mm -hmm. what benefits have you experienced in your life after traveling solo? Yeah, um, for sure. So, wow. Um, where do I even begin? I think, well, first and foremost, just to reiterate, like from what I said in the beginning, you're on your time. So you get to decide what you want to do, baby. <laughs> like you, if you want to sleep in, you can sleep in. If you want to wake up at six in the morning to go see the sunrise, you can wake up at six in the morning. If you want to eat that specific food or that drink, you can do that. But I also think it comes down to growth. I mean, just a reflection on like my last solo trip, which is literally almost a month ago. Like, you know, I've been, you know, grieving and mourning, you know, the death of my my grandma, my my chapter sister, my aunt, and a bunch of people this past year. And it was just a moment for me to really just let it out. And I didn't realize like how much I needed that. And I think just being like able to cry by myself, which I was holding back, I didn't realize for so long, was just so beautiful because I realized like, okay, I'm finally like letting that go. That was one thing. So growth, you know, doing things on your own time. And also, like I mentioned before, just learning how to love yourself. I, you know, when I travel with myself, I take myself out on dates. And I love like saying that and trying to empower that because I think it's like, once you learn how to love yourself and how to, you know, treat yourself, then you know what you want and what you can get and what you bring to the table. And I think that's really important. And I think um, at the end, just kind of bringing it back to the culture and, and what Vanessa was just speaking about. It's just exploring this beautiful world. Like, although that there's so much, you know, bad going on in this world, this pandemic, knowing that I can travel to a whole different, you know, part of this world and knowing that there's a different culture, these people that are just so happy with just having, you know, the basics. Well, we live in a country that's filled with so much, right? And that we, many of our people aren't that happy. Like to me, that has opened my eyes like a lot. And I just appreciate that. I love that. That is definitely me. I, I'm Mexican, but my my father, he's Guatemalan. And so we go to Guatemala every like two, three years. And it, I am always, always amazed at my uncles and my cousins and my family. Like life is so much slower there, but in a good way, right? You know, like they're not always rushing to like work, 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 or like consume, consume, consume. They're just like chilling. And I'm like, how, <laughs> how is this like here? It's like, I, lo I love to like take care of myself. Yesterday, I did absolutely nothing all day. But even that like comes with a little bit of guilt right here. Mm -hmm. And or yes. you're kind of like, okay, well, today I'll be super productive to make up for yesterday. But yes. over there, they're like, whatever, like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. We'll be okay. You know, that I learned so much from that, those experiences of going to other places where it's not so workaholic. And like, you have to always be doing something. I've learned so much from that. Me too. I was just here <laughs> like, 
ah, like when you guys say that, because I, I fell into that trap where you have to be productive all the time and on top and an A player. And then even, yeah, for us, also I'm from a small town in Venezuela. So my family is always like, no, I'm just here drinking coffee or just here yeah. sitting in the port. And I'm like, and that's it. <laughs> breakfast, is, breakfast is like three hours. It's lunch now. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> but it's awesome. It's amazing. Um, so now um, let me ask, and we can start with Bianca. Like, you know, like we come with all these limitations as Latinas that you can do this, you can do that. So what has, you know, traveling to and exposing yourself to different cultures and also going by yourself, like have teach you about the things that you can do or how have those experiences empower you? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, like also, like I mentioned earlier, my, you know, I grew up in a single, you know, family home, meaning it was just my mom with four four of us and I'm the oldest. So I think already having that like backbone that I always had to do everything right or that everything was always kind of my fault, you know, being especially being in the in a Latina household. But finally, you know, also reflecting like growing up, like we just had enough to make means work. Like I had a roof over my head, food over on the table, which I'm forever grateful for. But vacations were never a thing. Like I didn't grow up, you know, going to Disney World, going on these beaches, on these all these like beautiful, extravagant, you know, places. So now that I can and afford to do this, like I'm going to take full advantage of it. And more so, I'm going to try to get more women to do this and to let them know like, hey, you don't need to be rich to travel. You don't need to have, you know, a partner or, or somebody because there's so many places that you can just travel to and go in order for you not to like, you know, not witness this beauty, like because you don't have money or a partner, like that shouldn't be like your reasoning. So I think many of my travels have empowered me to like, you know, just reflect on like my upbringing, trying to break like that cultural norm because it, it is hard. Like, I mean, still it, it is, we were improving, but there's still like that machismo within our culture that, you know, women, you know, shouldn't, you know, go to places alone. Women should, you know, just be cooking and cleaning or, or doing whatever, but no, like it's, you know, 2021 and we need to start, you know, using our, our voices, our platforms so we can change all that and, and explore this world. Because I honestly think also exploring, you learn just so much. Like, like I said, not just only about yourself, but just about the world. That that was amazing. In my case, it has been, you know, I always grow with this idea. I don't know if you guys have heard this saying that calladita te ves más bonita. Yeah. You know, when you're quiet, you're more beautiful. And it's just mm-hmm. like, no. to me, solo, <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> to me, mm-hmm. solo travel has been like, hey, like, you know, I have so many wonderful ideas and I, there are like so many people there in the entire world that is willing to listen to them. So uh, that to me, and now I, like, I even have a podcast and I get to have wonderful women like you. I actually, I was telling them at the beginning, you guys are the stars here. So I'm just here. I, I don't have to be the smartest one, but um, because you are, you guys are amazing. So, um, yeah. so yeah, it has been just that, like speaking up. Maybe some people in my family don't want to listen to my ideas, but there are people in Indonesia, there are people in, I don't know, in Argentina that is willing to to listen to me and to my ideas. That has been a big benefit for me. So, uh, Vanessa, I want to ask you, do you think that there are like some um, things that based on culture, like on being a Latina, that are like limiting you in some in some ways um, mm. when it comes maybe to independence and being alone? Yeah, I mean, I guess like going back to the beginning, I think a lot of what has impacted my hesitations is external factors. 
I think that, yes, there's definitely a lot of, you know, culture things like women shouldn't travel or like be alone or it's dangerous, et cetera. Um, but I think it's mostly come from an external place of like, oh, people will not accept me because there's been spaces that are not, you know, accepting of people like me because I'm very privileged. My father um, studied in Guatemala, was a teacher in Guatemala. And so from that educator standpoint, like him being here and, and he's a truck driver here, but he was always like, read watch movies but like educational movies right about cultures and different places and although he doesn't necessarily say travel a lot he loves to hear about my stories of travel and I realized that sometimes you know my parents weren't like able to travel or it wasn't a thing that they did just like you know Bianca your family that's not something that you do so when we were younger we also didn't travel I'm the oldest of seven there's like too many of us already to just even like go out to eat. It was a big thing. Um, and so, you know, it. yeah, it was, so it was just like too much, but I think that I know this is about solo traveling, but one of the things that I truly, truly love to do is give that experience back to my family and my parents, mm. especially who never thought like, oh, I'll travel, right? Maybe it was like in their head. My dad is always like, if I'm going to travel, it has to be to Guatemala because like mm. I should visit my family on my vacation time. It's so selfish to not go mm. see them, right? But in the past few years now, every year I like to schedule like a little weekend trip, like four days where I'm like, we're going to go somewhere. Sometimes it's far. Sometimes it's close by. I think during the pandemic, we just went up to Michigan. We were like, let's just like still spend the weekend as a family, spend some beach time, but like make it normal that it's okay to go other places other than like to visit your family. Right. And my dad has truly enjoyed that. He is like, oh, where are we going to go next? And one time he actually ended up just going to Spain on his own. <laughs> he was like, he has a, a a brother and a sister over there. But he was like, you know what? You're right. I'm just going to go. And he went. And so I feel like they're learning from us too, right? That traveling is okay. Taking vacation for yourself is okay. And so I I love that I was able to give that to them. That's an awesome answer, Vanessa. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that is, that is amazing. That is amazing. Actually, there was um, a podcast episode that I had uh, with another Latina woman and she actually, she created um, a group for Latino travelers. And she was saying that, that most Latinos don't travel because they don't have that example in their family. Mm -hmm. So it is amazing that Bianca and you, Vanessa, you're also setting that example for your family as well. And wow, thank you so much, guys. So it was really a pleasure talking to you. And I mean, we already went over time, but it's okay. <laughs> it's been amazing. Uh, but I, before I let you guys go, I would like to ask for a closing thought. First, let's start with Vanessa and then we'll go with Bianca. Yeah, I think my thought that I, that I want to make sure I get in is my appreciation for ladies like you, right? I think that you're saying that I'm the star and that, like, you know, I'm the special guest here today, but really I'm here to learn. And I think one of the cool things you did today, Lou, is having a follower, a listener come in and join your conversation. Because as much as like we listen to podcasts and we hear from experts, 
I hope it's great for the next listener to know that a listener is also able to ask these questions of you guys. And so I truly appreciate this work that you guys are doing. I honestly didn't even know podcasts like this existed. And now I'm like going to hunt them down right after this, just so that I can get more comfortable. And I, you know, one of the key pieces of advice I got today from you guys is start small and now I'm going to like take that and run with it because it's definitely given me that feeling of comfort that it's okay to start small when you're traveling alone. But definitely just appreciating you guys. Um, you're amazing. And I'm really looking forward to hearing other uh, episodes. Wow. Thank you so much, Vanessa. That was beautiful. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bianca. Yeah. Thank you so much, Vanessa. That's really sweet. I would say that For me, my takeaway point, I think at the end of the day is that representation matters. Um, Big reason why I started this podcast was because I don't see enough Latinas traveling and I want more Latinas to travel. I, you know, like you mentioned earlier, like we're so in our comfort zone, right? So we only travel where our family is. We only travel to where, you know, our people go. I'll give a prime example here in Puerto Rico. Everybody goes to Orlando for Disney World. It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but there's so many other places in this world, mi gente, and at much affordable cost in Disney World, I can guarantee you. So I think representation matters because we need to tell our stories so we can encourage others so they can join and they can have their own podcast as well. Yeah, I feel that everyone can do whatever they set their minds to. And well, thank you so much, guys. It was amazing having you here. Thank you, Lou. Thank you.